What's up? Am I live yet? So I think I'm live. I'm gonna wait a minute to let some people hop in. Um, so I literally have no idea what, what is about to happen in this live video. All I know is I feel really compelled to get on here today and do some discussion about self-worth. So feel free to jump in the comments and ask questions along the way. Um, I'm going to jump in here in the book. And this is something I like to do is just kind of like get in here and find what is calling to me today. And normally what is calling to me is exactly what you guys need to hear because God is so amazing like that, that like the perfect things always come up. Um, so I'm just gonna like rant and do my thing. What's up, girl? Miss Bettina, beautiful, love. How are you today? So, okay, so here's what's coming up right now is the evolution of worthiness. So telling other people how you improved your self-worth increases your sense of self-worth. Um, I really, truly believe that that is true because it's like, this journey has grown so much over time. And, and the more that I give this away, the more that I talk to people, the more that I help other people to discover the thing, same things that I've discovered along my journey, the more that I am able to help somebody else grow a little bit in their like knowing of their worthiness, the better I feel about myself and the better I feel about my journey. Because sometimes like we, you know, when we struggle with low self-worth, it's usually because we've been through a lot of shitty things. I don't know if you guys can relate, throw some, you know, yes, crowns, uh, emojis in the comments if you relate. We've been through a lot of shitty things. You know, we normally struggle with a lot of stuff like addictions, like trauma. Um, we've like been through traumatic experiences, been abandoned, been, you know, like there's so many different things that um, go into the stories of people like you and I that go into the stories that create this issue with low self-worth and it's those situations that can feel like you know it's like why the hell would this happen to me what was that even for and it feels so pointless and like just this useless pain for no reason but you know, when I get in here with you guys and I'm talking about these issues and I'm talking about the solution to the issues, then it really makes me feel like the things that I went through weren't for nothing, that the things that I went through were on purpose um, to help me discover my self-worth. So there is, what up, Misty? Throwing them crowns. Um, so, you know, along the way, I have to stop and say, you know, it was all for a reason. And believe that and have faith that everything that I walked through was part of my journey for a reason you know there is no useless pain there is no useless like terrible experiences it's all like learning experiences right and there was a lot of moments in my self-worth journey um, in the pain part where it's like you get thrown down to this like awful low level that you've never been at before and God, those moments are excruciatingly painful um, where you just feel like a complete worthless piece of crap. <laughs> 
those are those moments that are the most fucking terrible, but also the most beautiful because those are the moments where you get to say, okay, this is it. Like, this is my self-worth rock bottom. And the thing about the self-worth rock bottom, it's, and this is, you know, something that I talk about, like in addiction, it's something I talk about in other, you know, areas of life, you know, that people have this rock bottom where when you get to that lowest level and then you choose something different for yourself when you get to that lowest level and then you say, that's it. Like I'm no longer available for this right here. I'm no longer available for this kind of low point. And you say, I bare minimum, I'm going to do this next thing. I'm going to do that better thing. Then your rock bottom gets a little higher, if that makes sense. So this happens in self-worth. This happens in addiction. This happens in life, in relationships, and all kinds of different things. Painful experiences help us to map out like what our new rock bottom is. I am no longer available for anything underneath like this platform, right? And I'm only available for the things that feel like this and above. Um, and so those terribly painful moments where you get knocked on your butt. And you, you're going to have to ask daddy. I don't know how to do that. Where you get knocked on your butt and, you know, that's what that is. When, when life knocks you on your butt, you fall down to your lowest point of rock bottom and if we didn't get knocked down to our lowest point of rock bottom we would never be able to say okay I don't ever want to be here again I will never do this again I will never get to this lowest point again this is my lowest point and we wouldn't get that opportunity to say my new lowest point available is this other thing and create a new foundation for which we stand, right? So I love that about the painful moments in my life. So when I look back at my journey, all those times that knocked me on my ass <laughs> were the moments when I got to say, no more, I'm done. I deserve better than that shit, right? And that's what essentially um, it is when we grow our self-worth. When you hit the rock bottom and you go, I don't deserve this shit. I deserve at least bare minimum, right? This other thing. And that's how the new, you know, rock bottom is created. And when you really do that work, um, not just to consciously choose, I'm available only for this and better, but to integrate that knowing of that I'm only available for this and better in your soul when you really truly soak up that knowing and you change it in the core of your spirit and you change it in the knowing of your self-worth that's when it is permanent okay so I know like oftentimes we can go back and forth and back and forth between things that are shitty for us we know they're shitty for us in our head like logically we might know Nobody deserves that. I don't deserve that. But somewhere inside of your spirit, you still believe like that that's okay for you, right? Or you wouldn't be repeating it over and over and over again. Your rock bottom is only your rock bottom if you believe in, that you deserve to be in that space. Because if you believed that you were enough for a different space, if you believed that you were worthy of being on a higher level, then you wouldn't be capable. You wouldn't be energetically you know, 
attracted to that lower space. You would only be energetically and vibrationally attracted to a higher space. And that would be where you would stay. So once you're energetically like in alignment with something new, then the things below that will kind of fall away. And so we're getting to like a whole nother like spiritual metaphysical manifestation kind of topic here, which is kind of like, you know, outside of the content of this book. But you have to create new things for yourself. So like to be grateful for those moments sometimes that you fall on your butt. Be grateful for those moments sometimes that you get knocked in your ass because it's a turning point. It's a, it's a moment in your life where you get to choose something different, something better for yourself. And if you never got faced with the opportunity to choose, then you might just stay where you're at forever. So let's see what's next. I hope this is like making some sense to you guys. Is it making some sense? Have you guys had those moments before where you fall down and then you go, Oh, wait a second. No, 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 no. Like I don't deserve this shit right here. I bare minimum deserve something better. Like, let me know if it's resonating with you at all. So where were we at? We were at evolution of our worthiness. So that's, that's how that happens. So that's how we evolve over time to create things that are better and better and better for ourselves. It's through those moments of pain. So we can kind of love those parts, love those versions of ourselves. And you know, when I look back at myself and all those versions of myself and all uh, versions of myself, just one, um, and I see all those things that I used to accept that I had to come to these painful moments to, to decide and learn that I should no longer accept these things in my life. You know, there was a, there was a point along my self worth journey where like, I would feel bad for that girl. I would look back at like this past girl and be like, Oh my God, like that poor, poor, sad girl. Like how could you have, okay. So let me tell you, hang on, let me shut my door back. Right. So let me tell you guys a story. So I found a picture. I found a picture of myself in like a bikini and I was like 20 years old probably so I'm 32 now and so I'm teeny tiny wear like a size zero I don't think I wore higher than like a size one until after I had a child so like I'm you know you remember like the best like a version of your body that has ever been okay that was what was going on with me laying down just you know perfect but I remember like when I saw the picture, I'm like, oh, that poor girl, because I remembered taking that picture and like sucking in my stomach. And I remembered a size zero, you guys being worried and concerned that I was going to look fat in the picture. And I'm like sucking in my size zero stomach, 20 years old, perfect little body, like sucking in my size zero stomach. What in the fuck? You know what I mean? Like that is insane. And I go, man, I feel so sorry for her. And then I'm like, but you know what? You know, it was all a part of the journey, you know? So to, so to be able to not feel sorry for that past version of myself, but to stop and go send her love, I think is really important as we evolve. <laughs> 
because she was just who she was. Like, she couldn't have known anything different until she was 32 years old, right? Um, so that's important, too, to always send love to yourself, even in the past versions. Because time, we won't even get into, like, what I think about time and how it is nonlinear. And, but even when you think about yourself in past tense, even when you think about yourself in future tense, you need to be sending yourself loving energy. Um, because that's going to increase your self-worth. You don't want to think back and feel sorry for yourself. Or you don't want to look into your future and go, oh, she'll never, you know, that will never happen. Because all of those versions of yourself are you, past, present, and future. So anytime that you are dealing with connecting to yourself, um, connection transcends space and time. So even if it's a past version of yourself, even if it's a future version of self, these rules still apply that are in this book, okay? So we don't want to ever think a negative thought about ourselves, even if it's an old version of ourselves that doesn't exist anymore. I hope that's making some sense to you guys because it might just sound absolutely insane. Okay, so let's move on. Now, I like to teach my clients and my audience about the ripple effect. The ripple effect is based on when you throw a pebble into the water, and the ring expands larger and larger and larger, right? Think about that. It says, my goal with writing books and making online content is to create a ripple effect of positivity in the world. I think about my energy that I'm putting out there, growing and growing and growing and reaching more and more um, people and so on and so forth until it expands all over the world. So that is the other way that, like I said at the beginning of this live, that why it helps increase my worthiness, my feeling of worthiness as I help other people to learn about theirs because you're putting out this loving energy into the world. And if you put out love into another human being, that person now has love that they can give out to another human being and so on and so forth. And what we put out into the world will sort of eventually come around back to us. That's sort of how like energy works. Um, what you put out, you get back. Um, so think about that, like, especially in terms of like relationships, if um, you're experiencing things in relationships that you aren't liking, then there could be an aspect of where you're putting out the wrong kind of energy into the world. Now, this doesn't apply to like abusive relationships where you're just stuck with like some kind of toxicity and you need to set a boundary. You know, there could be like a boundary that needs to be set in that sort of place. But um, we can always kind of take note of what's going on in our environment and say, how did I create that with my energy? So self-acceptance says, as you grow, so does your worthiness. Your worth is going to be the exact right size for wherever you are on your journey. I look back at the pictures of myself in high school and think that poor girl, if only she loved herself the way I do now. See, this is exactly what I was talking about with like the picture of me in the bikini. Man, the things she could have done. But you know that super cliche saying that everything happens for a reason. Well, I truly believe that. You know what? Go and add that to the list of things that we, list of beliefs that we need to agree on. 
I believe it's true. I can see such a purpose and reason for each and everything that has happened to me. So we have to look back at ourselves with love. We have to look forward to ourselves with love. And so let's talk about looking forward. Let's talk about looking at the future version of yourself. So one of the reasons why manifesting, creating a better version of yourself might not be working for you is because you're not nourishing, nurturing, and believing in that future version of yourself. You are sending, even if it's unconscious, you might be sending some kind of negative vibes to that future version of yourself. So like I said, we have to send the love. We have to use these principles and these tools on the past and the future versions of ourselves because time doesn't exist, right? Time is nonlinear. So we need to use these, these tools and principles on even the future and the past versions of ourselves. Okay. And that's why. So that person does exist. So let's say there is you know, 25,000 choices that you can make as to where to go from here in your life. From here, you could, you know, go back to dating the guy you used to date, or you could date this new guy. You could take this job, or you could take that job. Um, you could stop being friends with the girl who always is making, you know, wants you to run around and do terrible things. Or you could go be friends with this other girl who, you know, wants you to go, you know, do positive things in your life. There's 20 million choices that you could make about your life and every one of those choices has a future version of you that has reaped like the benefits or the consequences of those choices okay hope that makes sense so in whatever so the future version of yourself that has the positive consequences of all these good decisions that you could make that version of yourself does exist Okay. And you have to look at that one and believe that that one exists. You have to speak to that version of yourself and believe in her and have faith in her and put energy and love into her. And so the way that we would put energy into that future version of ourself is by envisioning her and believing in her. And, and you know, the more that you can do to make that energetic spiritual thing tangible, the more you will pull her into your reality, the more you will line up your current self with that future version of yourself. Does that make sense? So like a ways that we can make a spiritual thing tangible is to visualize because that's a lot more physical than just an idea. Um, so start visioning how, what would that look like if it were true? I would be in this kind of house. I would do these kind of things. I would have this kind of job. Maybe I would wear these kind of clothes and start thinking about all the things that, 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 you know, the best version of yourself would do. Additionally, writing something down makes it a lot more physical. So you can actually write the things down, say, you know, I would live there. I would live there. You know, that's how we manifest. That's how we line ourselves up and pull a spiritual future version of ourselves into our physical reality by actually shaping that out and being you know dream boards as well are super powerful for manifesting a future version of ourselves because it makes it super physical so the more you, things that you can do to make 
this spiritual thing, this just mental idea of a future best version of yourself, a physical thing, the easier it will be to manifest her into reality. So do that kind of stuff. Like, think about it. What do you want your future best version of yourself to be out of all the possibilities of where you could go in your life and all the choices that you could make if you just started making all of these amazing choices where would that lead you who would that person be and make the dream board of the pretty house make the dream board of you know the amazing ideal career uh, make the dream board of the perfect family do all those things, write it down, speak it into existence, speaking it pulls it into the physical reality, writing it pulls it into the physical reality, creating images pulls it into the physical reality. So, but just to know it does exist. If you can imagine it, then it exists and it is possible for you. So do some of that work to pull that version of yourself into the physical reality. Okay. I hope I'm not getting too woo-woo and metaphysical and crazy for you guys to follow today because I'm talking about some deep shit. You can just put laughy faces at me if it's too much. I won't mind. I won't get offended. You can be like, what? You can just put like WTF. Laughy face, laughy face. And so self-acceptance is a big part. And so let me tell you this story too. Okay, so this is in the book. So when I got pregnant, I got bigger, obviously. So we all do. Um, I remember after I had my baby, I was like trying to start, got to the point where I was like trying to work out and like get back into um, a smaller size. And I was really uncomfortable being the size that I was. was like a size zero to one for my entire life. Like it didn't, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel comfortable. Okay. For me to be in larger sizes, it did. It was like weird. So I would like go to the store and like, uh, you know, look at a pair of pants and like, I'd be like, Oh, those will fit me. And then you put them on, they don't, you know? So it was like, I felt like I was almost in somebody else's body. It was very strange. And I realized like how, much it was affecting like my self-worth to be in a larger size of clothes. So that was something that I had to face. It was something that I had to work through. Um, and I realized, you know, some people never go back to their pre-baby weight after they have a baby. You are forever changed. Your hips get wider, you know, that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, so what if you are this size for the rest of your life? Like, are you going to feel like this forever? Or... Are you going to figure out how to be comfortable in this new body? Are you going to figure out how to, you know, be comfortable at this weight and this size and this, you know, and figure out how to love yourself and, and be the best version of yourself, even though, right? So little things like that can, and now like looking back, I'm like, that's such a little thing. Like who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, things like that can be big in terms of like affecting our confidence, affecting our self-esteem, affecting our self-worth and acceptance of what's really going on with you is so vital and so important because, you know, if you don't stop and and face it and go, okay, well, this is the thing that's making me feel this way and do the work to bring your perception and change your thinking around that thing, then 
it will just be affecting you and making you feel bad somewhere underneath it all, you know, unconsciously as you go through life. And so one of the small shifts that I made in my thinking about the, the size of the clothes and the size of my body was like that there was nothing wrong with my body, that the pants were too small, right? So I, I, I noticed in doing the work that I was going, oh my God, I can't fit into my size pants, you know, which like made it, it put the, the, the problem onto me and my body. I can't fit into these, right? Like I am not the right size for these pants, you know, but really it's, it, that wasn't the issue. The issue was I wasn't, I didn't have the right size pants. So it's like, make the problem the pants, <laughs> if that makes sense. Make the problem the pants. There's nothing wrong with you ever, okay? Like you're a perfect, beautiful, divine human being. No matter what your age, no matter what your size, no matter what color your hair is, no matter what anything, right? Mental illnesses you have, like the problem isn't you. The problem isn't something that you have to take on ownership for. Um, and so sometimes we have to look at these outside, like external things that are affecting the way that we feel about us as just that, an external outside thing. And then do that work to sit with it, no matter how like stupid it may make you feel or whatever, right? Because sometimes those things can feel small, like I said, and make you feel like it shouldn't affect you so bad. But if it affects you, it affects you. And it's worth looking at because if it's affecting you and you can do work around it and you can heal the thing, change the thinking around it, switch a perception and feel more worthy and feel like you have higher self-esteem, feel more confident and walk back out into the world after doing that work as a, you know, a better, braver, bolder, more insanely awesome version of yourself, then it's fucking worth it to do. You know, I would, why would you ever want to overlook that thing? You know, so it's not small. If it affects you, it's not small. Um, and to be able to give yourself like that compassion and that time and that energy to look at the things and, you know, to not disregard it and to say, you know what it is, it, it is important to me. And I am worthy of doing the digging. I am worthy of doing the work and taking the steps to figure out what it is that bothers me so that I can move on. So I hope that's helpful. So that being said, I just want to leave you with this. That you are worthy of anything and everything that could help you create a beautiful life and future. Um, even if it doesn't feel like it, even if it's hard, even if you try and it doesn't, you know, work out in some miraculous big way like you thought it was going to, even if whatever, right? Worthiness is an innate right. Worthiness is something that you have um, coming into this world and you are always worthy. And the fact that you don't feel it doesn't make it not true. So that's when this faith piece comes in. And that's when you kind of have to go, okay, I remember. 
and remind yourself over and over and over again throughout the big moments and throughout the small moments because like during this live we've talked about big things right we've talked about the moments of heartache and pain and falling to our lowest points and rock bottoms and and then we've talked about little things that might feel petty or might feel stupid like you know the fact that you can't fit into the size pants that you used to fit into and they all are important and they all are parts and, and moments that shape us along our self-worth journey and they all are deserving of our time and attention because you are worthy you are deserving of time you are deserving of attention especially from yourself so just remember to always remind yourself of your innate worthiness go ahead and just make that your new belief system that you're worthy no matter what okay you're worthy no matter what um, and so I just want to thank you for being here. Let me talk about, let's see. So if you haven't read the book, get the book. It's on Amazon. Um, we also have some freebies. Let me look for freebies. So I don't know who all will see this, but we've got, I've got a free product because I just opened the I Am Raquel Academy not long ago. And it made a free mini self-worth survival kit. So that is available on Podia. And I'm going to drop that in the comments here. Just in case anybody would like to get that little free product. And all this, all this free product is, it's like a downloadable PDF. And it's got some cool stuff in it. Like affirmations and exercises and stuff like that. That will help you kind of get a quick boost of confidence, a quick boost of self-esteem and increase in your feeling of worthiness really quickly. If you're having like one of those bad moments, okay, like if you're not fitting into the pants or whatever, um, that will just kind of help you remind yourself, get it back together. Like some affirmations that you can say in the mirror, some exercises you can fill out. Um, it's got oh, some of the most amazing quotes that I love about self-worth are compiled onto a page. It's got like a motivational poster thing that you can hang on your wall. And that's free um, just because I like to have something to just give away. I love to give away stuff. Um, additionally, we have the, the full self-worth survival kit version. So this has all of this great stuff that the freebie has, but then it also has, um, a bunch of other stuff so it's got some videos and it's got um, more exercises more work that will take you even deeper and so sign up for that stuff and this is 27 is dollars uh, is the full version of the self-worth kit so thank you guys so much for being here um, I hope this was helpful today make sure to grab your free product it's free so why not get it free and just remember that no matter how you feel i'm loving you until you learn to fully love yourself and i will be back hopefully tomorrow i'm gonna try to get back on this thing where i'm what's in here every day because i miss you guys and i miss showing up for you guys life has just been like really crazy you know how things can get so enjoy those things and if you need me um i don't know if you guys know this but you can always message me um you can get in the inbox if you need help you can get in my email i am raquel555 at gmail.com 
Oh, wait, no, I have a new one. It's support at IamRockHell.com, so I got, like, the real domain. But you can do that. And so take care of yourselves today. What is it, Friday? Oh, my God, Friday. Ending the week in self-love energy is really important to me. So, you know, normally I'm, like, really exhausted. I've done all the things to try to make sure that work is good and kids are good and everything else is good. So try to take some time for yourself to cap this week off in some beautiful, powerful, self-loving energy. Do a little meditation. Oh, so there, that's another thing that's on that full version. There's a self-worth meditation and it's really short. Um, just because I know that like not everybody practices meditation. So I wanted to make it really digestible, but it's really good. So that's fun. And so just make sure to do something a little extra, whatever that thing is that you need. Remember that we're doing self uh, care exercises in an intuitive way, which means we have to stop. We have to talk to our body. We have to talk to our mind. We have to look at our emotional body and figure out what are the things that are best for me. It's not just bubble baths, champagne, and massages, right? Self care means investigating what it is that we need personally as an individual, okay? All right. So have a great weekend and I will see you guys later. Bye.